Welcome to another exciting podcast brought to you by Bayside Christian Church. Let's welcome Pastor Ross as he comes to share this morning. Thank you, Peter. Wow, God is so, so good. Great to see you all. Wow, we got a bigger service this one than the first one because it was, it was five degrees this morning. So I think a few people slept in this morning. It's great to see you today. Why don't we just pray a prayer of blessing over our chaplains, hey? Let's thank God for Father, we just pray for all of our chaplains, those from our church, for Snez, Lord, for Matt and for Bridie, Lord, for the other chaplains in town. Lord, we just pray for Paul and for, for Mel and for Neil. Bless them, Lord. Strengthen and encourage them. Thank you for every open door you've got through their lives into people's hearts, the students' lives. Bless and encourage them, we pray, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God is so good. Let's take our seats. The Holy Spirit's given me a word for healing for people today. And we're going to pray for them at at the end of the service because I'm preaching on faith and the shield of faith. But while we're worshiping, I saw people with um, restricted blood flow in parts of your body, either veins or arteries that are there's restricted blood flow and it's causing problems. It may be from aging, maybe from an injury or disease. And I just saw uh, to the heart and to the brain and through your legs and arms, I saw the, it's like God just opening up those vessels so the right amount of blood will get through. So if that word's for you, you just believe because we're going to pray at the end of the service. So let faith come as I preach the word of God now. God is so, so good. We had fun yesterday. We decided to buy a new puppy from Transformations. So I spent most of the day building this nice fence and puppy run, got the puppy home at three o'clock and found it could run straight through the fence I'd just built. (laughs) I knew it was small, but I thought I'd done it good enough. So I spent the rest of the day until evening fixing up the puppy run. But we had had fun, eh? Anyone ever had that sort of experience? I rang someone and said, oh, we're getting a puppy. Wayne, he said, in five minutes it'll get out. Sure enough, it took two minutes, Wayne. (laughs) Ah, the the joys of life. (laughs) Last week I preached on faith. How that uh, in uh, Hebrews 11, 6 it says, but without faith it's impossible to walk with God and please Him. Well, that gets my attention. Whenever the Bible says you, you can't please God if you don't have this, I'm listening. And it says, for whoever comes near to God must necessarily believe that God exists and that He rewards those who earnestly and diligently seek him the good news is that god has given every one of us a measure of faith as soon as you talk about faith and prayer people start to think oh i'm not exercising enough faith i'm not praying enough so you start to feel guilty god's the word of god says he's given every one of us a measure of faith ephesians 2 8 says for it is by grace god's remarkable compassion and favor drawing you to christ that you have been saved, actually delivered from judgment and given eternal life through faith. And this salvation is not of yourselves, not through your own effort, but it is the undeserved, gracious gift of God. So here is salvation, is a gift of God, and it comes through faith. And so God gives you the initial gift of faith to believe so you can receive. How awesome is our God? But then he wants us to grow in our faith and not stay where we are in our faith. So today I want to talk about growing our faith and about the shield of faith that God has given us to use. Hebrews 11.1, what is faith? Faith is the assurance, the title deed, 
the confirmation of things hoped for or divinely guaranteed and the evidence of things not seen, the conviction of their reality, faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. That's a pretty good explanation, the words explaining it. So faith is a a force of faith, of hope, of love, that we believe that what God says will come to pass regardless of what the circumstances are in the natural. And God is our healer. Just at the end of the first service, I talked to Pam, who's been coming to our church for about 12 months. And in December last year, Pam was diagnosed with terminal lung cancer. They gave her two months to live. Well, guess what? We're eight months down the track and she's still here in church. She had an operation, had some treatment, but the doctors are baffled because she's still doing well and getting stronger. Let's give praise to God because he's our healer. (laughs) She's still on the journey of faith, but I watch her there. And she came and saw me and says, can I see you? She wanted to tell me and encourage me about the journey of faith that God's touching her life. God's our awesome God as we walk by faith. I want to talk about the shield of faith today because as I was thinking about faith this week, I read, I was in my devotions, I was up to Ephesians chapter 6 about the spiritual armor. We all know the spiritual armor. If you're new a Christian, maybe you don't. Let's have a look at it again today. Ephesians 6 verse 10 in the Amplified. In conclusion, be strong in the Lord, draw your strength from Him and be empowered through your union with Him. And in the power of his boundless might. Wow, that's good news. Be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God. For his precepts are like the splendid armor of a heavily armed soldier. So you may be able to successfully stand up against all the schemes and strategies and the deceits of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly supernatural places. Therefore, put on the complete armor of God so that you will be able to successfully resist and stand your ground in the evil day of danger and having done everything that the crisis demands to stand firm in your place, fully prepared, immovable, victorious. That's good news, hey? So stand firm and hold your ground. Having tightened the the wide band of truth, personal integrity, moral courage around your waist, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and upright heart, and having strapped on your feet the gospel of peace in preparation to face the enemy with firm-footed stability and the readiness produced by the good news. Above all, lift up the protective shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. With all prayer and petition, pray with specific requests at all times, on every occasion and in every season in the Spirit. And with this in view, stay alert with all perseverance and petition, interceding in prayer for all God's people. Wow, what a, a powerful passage. Of It's referred to as the spiritual armor. And remember Paul, uh, Paul who was writing this, he'd spent some time in, in prison because he was preaching the gospel and, and some of the people got jealous and envious and he got thrown in prison. So he was often chained to uh, Roman guards. So he had a whole lot of time to see what they were wearing. And so he wrote this amazing 
passage of scripture based on the armor that a Roman soldier had and he then uh, linked that to the how we can have it as a spiritual armor in our lives. Verse 16 says, in addition to all this, in other words, all the others you've got on, take up the shield of faith. So you've got to choose to pick it up and take it up and hold it. With which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation. You've got to choose to take it, put it on, and realize we live as believers, not as doubting unbelievers. It says to take it and put it on, and the sword of the Spirit, take it, which is the Word of God. So that it's, it's like the first three are tied on. They are placed on. So we tie on the uh, breastplate of righteousness. It was like a, a leather guard or, or a strong guard around your chest. And um, the belt of truth would be put around to pull up your loose garments and so you could run and, uh, and fight and you would tie on your shoes. So those things were attached to your body, but then you chose to take the shield of faith, take the sword and, uh, and to be able to run with that truth in our lives. And I remember when we first uh, became Christians at Nambour Church, our pastor and youth pastor, they used to teach us regularly how to put on your spiritual armor. Some of you might have been taught that. And, uh, and I still regularly do it. And we used to go from the head to the feet. So it was easy. So as part of our devotions or getting up before we headed out to work or whatever we were doing, we would take the helmet of salvation. I'd physically just place it on my head like this to remind me that I'm a new creation. The salvation helmet is going to cover my mind today and protect my thoughts. I would put on the breastplate of righteousness so it cover my heart and, and my emotions and my, my innermost being. I would put on the belt of truth, which would keep me in truth and integrity and honesty in my morality and sexuality. I would put on the shoes of the gospel of peace, so I'd be able to walk straight, protect my feet, and be able to share the good news. And then I would take up the sword of the Spirit and the shield of faith, the Word of God and the shield of faith, and then you're ready to go out and face the day. And I, I just found it a really helpful thing. It you can do it in 30 seconds or you can do it in five minutes or however much. But it's a great way to prepare yourself to go out and live a victorious life every day. And I think it's just a helpful way to remind us. When it comes to shields, this is not just a tiny little shield. When I think of shields, I remember when we were kids and you'd be playing... Uh, cowboys and Indians, or you'd be uh, throwing stuffs, what you'd do is you'd grab one of the um, tin lids off the rubbish bin, which had a handle on, and that was your little shield. So whenever anyone's throwing or shooting anything at you, you're moving it around and protecting yourself. It was bad news if they had one and they got the bin lids first and you didn't have one, so you're just copping everything and ducking and diving. Anyone remember doing that at school? Yeah, if you were dead. The only problem is that's not a really good picture because that's only a little round thing maybe less than half a meter across. This shield, it's the, the Thurios, is a long oblong shield, usually at least 1.2 meters high and up to three quarters of a meter wide. So it was, it was a bigger thing. And so you would hold that. It was uh, often made of uh, wood or metal with a fireproof metal covering to quench the fiery darts or arrows from the enemy. So uh, what they would do in battle times, they would have arrows that they would have some material and they would dip that in a flammable liquid and they would light it as they shoot the arrow. 
So when it came, you needed your shield that had a protective covering that had hit that and fell down and quickly got extinguished. That's the picture he's talking about here. Some of them, they say some had a, a wet leather covering so that when the arrow was burning, it hit that and it got extinguished by the wet um, covering on it. And so the enemy comes with thoughts to attack us and we've got to have a shield that quickly extinguishes. Otherwise, they will grow and they will become a seed that is grows and injures our life and brings destruction and it was a very strong protective barrier the other thing was that they could the roman soldiers would each have one of these they'd stand up this high and they could lock them together so they could have a hundred soldiers all locked together behind these shields and they could march forward like that a bit like you see the riot squads doing today when they're in a riot situation, or they could move them and, and up there when they, wherever the arrows were coming, they could move it around front, back, side and protect yourself. That's the picture that Paul's talking about. And our shield of faith is that and more because it's so powerful. Faith is a great strength. The Bible says, this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So faith is the great shield and tool that God's given us to overcome every lie of the enemy, Every attack or scheme that might come and try and rob you of your place of health or healing or breakthrough or success in our lives. So we see this powerful thought. 1 Peter 5, 8 to 9 says, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. He's not a roaring lion, he's just like one. Makes a lot of noise. But someone said he's toothless because Jesus took his teeth. Just a whole lot of huff and puff, but we can get intimidated if we're not careful. Resist him standing firm in the faith. That's where it says. You want to resist the schemes, you've got to stand firm in the faith with the shield of faith because you know that the family of believers throughout the whole world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. There's a very powerful truth there. Whenever you're under attack... The enemy makes you feel like you're the only one that's struggling with this. Or you're the only, only one that's going to give in or give up. What a lie from the pit of hell. Peter said, everyone across the world suffers at times persecution, lies, accusations, temptation, intimidation. Whatever might come against us, the enemy will try it on us. But if you've got the shield of faith that keeps bouncing off, he'll go and find an easier target. You say, how long do you stand? Well, three times in Ephesians, it says stand. Keep on standing. Even if you've done everything else, keep on standing again. And then hold up your shield of faith. So God wants to put some strength and maturity into our lives so that we're not easily entangled. We're not easily dissuaded, but we keep walking together. And how powerful when we do it together because we can have that whole shield together. And if you're a bit wobbly and not holding onto your shield, well, well, the person beside you can help cover you as well. How awesome is that? That together we can march forward and we can defeat every scheme of the enemy. 2 Corinthians 10, 4-5 says, The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Well, you've got to see how powerful this sword of the Spirit and the shield of faith and the word of the Lord coming out of your mouth is. It is so powerful. And the enemy tries to lie to us and deceive us that you're not strong enough. That's why it starts this passage, be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. 
Not just your own strength, but the power of his might. And that's what Jesus understood that power. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Wow. So the shield of faith is addressing that. So how does the shield of faith work? One writer put it this way. It's the quick application of what we believe as an answer to everything that the devil hurls at us. It is the shield of confidence and trust in God and not in yourself or others only. Jesus spoke the word of God to defeat the temptations, lies and accusations of the enemy. Remember Jesus said, it is written. Pulled out the sword of the word of God and it is written. It's exercising your faith in that written word. It's exercising your faith in the character and nature of God. Because the enemy will try and lie to you and say, God's not being fair. Well, like Pastor Doug said, he's angry at you today. I want to tell you, God's having a good day today. And he always has a good day. (laughs) You've got to realize, because of Jesus Christ. So he's an awesome God and he's having a good day. So don't think he's angry or upset with you unless you've deliberately sinned and then you've got a way quickly to come back and say, Lord, forgive me. God, your grace is more than enough. So the devil will try and get you offended at God. It's one of his lies. Discouragement, disappointment, fear, and trying to get you offended at God. You think, well, God, how come you're blessing them more than me? Aren't I worthy? The enemy will try and get you offended at God and get you not believing that what he says is true about you and about everything in this world. And we've got to realize that is a scheme and an arrow for the enemy, from the enemy. So whenever you start to think less of God or you start getting offended or start comparing yourself with others, you've got to watch, that's a scheme of the enemy. Lord, let us be, live in your blessing and overflow. Faith is not just intellectual assent. It is faith that applies truth because faith without works is dead. You've got to do something about it. You can say, well, I know God can heal me and he can. But I read through the scriptures and the gospel. When people got healed, they took some action. They got themselves in a place. They, they made way. They believed. They, they, they went to see Jesus. They did something. And when they didn't have faith, their four friends carry them on a stretcher and Jesus said, I saw their faith. Hallelujah. The shield of faith, I want to share your story. Years ago, we were, Marilyn and I were helping a couple who got saved and they had major marriage issues. So we were helping them, spending time with them, visiting them, counseling, doing all that that we could to help them and even had them stay in a home for a couple of weeks when their place got flooded and all sorts of things. One day they wanted to see us and I knew they were having some struggles And I remember we were sitting down, talking, sharing, and it was just sort of polite. And in the middle of the conversation, I remember as clear as a bell, the Holy Spirit nudged my heart and says, put your shield of faith up because there's an attack coming right now. I'd never had it so clear like that. It was like a warning. And so I just inside, I put up my shield of faith in the Spirit. Sure enough, within 10 seconds, the conversation changed and outspewed all of this attacking, accusing stuff that we hadn't helped them and we'd let them down and the church wasn't helping them. And it was just a whole lot of stuff coming out of their pain and hurt and brokenness and just blaming us instead of addressing their own issues. And I remember it went up like that inside my spirit and everything just bounced straight off me. 
It was like, it could, I could have got really hurt and offended, but it was just bouncing off. The fascinating thing is, Mary Lynn didn't get that same warning from the Spirit that I did. <laughs> Which is really surprising, because nine times out of ten, she's more alert to that than I am. I'm sort of oblivious to all that stuff, or just go along talking. She normally gets, but for whatever reason, she didn't get that bleep from the Spirit. And so, some of the things I said really just wounded her and upset her. And so afterwards, we had to do a bit of prayer and minister, and, and we prayed for each other but on and a debrief but I remember it was like it was so clear I've never forgotten that and that was many years ago it was like the Holy Spirit said that's how the shield of faith works sometimes the Holy Spirit will specifically warn you other times if you put it on as you head out for the day each day you're prepared all the time I just need a specific reminder because it was going to come from in a very subtle way and sure enough I thought wow never forgotten that it was like I just chose, it was like my spirit just became very alert and it was like all the stuff they came just bounced straight off. The arrows bounced off, didn't affect me when they could have really upset my pastoral heart. Think, mate, we've done more for you than every other couple in the church at that time. But it wasn't good enough because they were just struggling with issues and pain and they weren't bad people, they just the enemy had just got them off focus and they, it was easier to blame us than to deal with their part. That's how people sometimes we do life. But I want to encourage you to have that awareness so that it doesn't destroy you. The arrows can come, but they don't have to get into your spirit and the offense build up and all of a sudden you're wrestling with God and with everyone else around. And Lord, help us not to be destroyed by it. Faith never points to itself but to God and the truth of His Word. It will remind us of His life, His unchanging character and His incredible power. Hebrews 11 says that the heroes of faith, from out of their weakness, they were made strong. How awesome is that? Sometimes the very place where you're weak, God works in you, gets your shield of faith and the sword of the Spirit strong, and it becomes a strength in your life, and you help, help other people get set free. The very thing the devil tries to destroy you and your character and integrity with can be the very thing as you let God work in it to bring healing to others. You've wrestled with rejection, but as you work through that, or fear, or doubt, as you get strong in the Lord, you're able to help see that clearly and help people come into freedom, just like that. That's the power of faith in our hearts and our lives. Genesis 15.1 says, After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a, in a vision, saying, Do not be afraid, Abram, I am your shield. Wow, God is our shield. Your reward for obedience shall be very great. How awesome that God is your shield. Sometimes when you're just not quite sure what's going on in the spirit realm, He comes up and just puts up the shield of protection around our lives. That is so, so precious. When and if you're overwhelmed, call on the name of the Lord. Remember that song we sing, the name of the Lord is a strong and mighty tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. That's like the shield of faith. Focus on him who has all power and he has made us more than conquerors through him. I love uh, Romans 8, it says, nothing can separate us from the love of God. Persecution, strife, all sorts of stuff. Nothing can separate us from the love of God, but we choose to position ourselves in there. Faith in God and his word is a defensive weapon, but it is also an offensive weapon and power. Psalm 84.11 says, For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows grace and favor and honor. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. I love Psalm 84. 
talks about walking through the valley of tears. So if you're having a tough time, read Psalm 84. If you're having an awesome, blessed time, read Psalm 84. It's a great psalm. How awesome is to dwell in the house of I'd rather spend one day in the house of the courts of God than 10,000 elsewhere. And uh, reading the message, it's really, really good. Psalm 84. So faith is a offensive as, as well as defensive. Second Chronicles 20, 20, I, I love this story. It's about the um, people of Israel and King Jehoshaphat, and they're about to face this huge army. Early in the morning, they left the desert of Tekoa. As they set out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, Judah and people of Jerusalem. Have faith in the Lord your God, and you will be upheld. Have faith in his prophets, and you will be successful. So God spoke to them through the prophet a new strategy that day. They had all their soldiers with their swords and their, their shields. He said, today we're going to do something different. We're going to send out the singers and musicians out front, the drums and the guitars. That's going to be your weapons today. I just wonder how many that were on roster for the singing roster that day decided to have a sickie. <laughs> Are you sure I'm on this week? I think it's next week. So they go out and they start to praise and worship and by faith lift up the name of our God. And guess what? The enemy got confused because the name of our God was exalted. And let me tell you, there's great power in praise. It will destroy the works of the evil one. That's why we sing so much in our church. That's why we encourage you to praise our God because it's a powerful weapon. When you do it in faith, because when you're giving thanks, you thank God for what he's done. When you're praising and worshiping, you're awesome. You're praising Him for who He is and what He's going to do by faith. And that's how awesome praise and worship is. Acts 3.16 says, Faith in Jesus' name put this man, whose condition you know so well, on his feet. Yes, faith and nothing but faith put this man healed and whole right before your eyes. Wow, so faith is a powerful offensive healing breakthrough weapon and it's also a powerful defensive shield for your life how awesome is that it's not just a nebulous force it's a powerful force of power and grace matthew 9 22 but jesus turning and seeing her said take courage daughter this is the woman with the issue of blood your personal trust and confident faith in me has made you well and at once the woman was completely healed Oh, Jesus, by faith, completely healed. Often there's a process of healing. I love Jesus because he grows our faith. Hebrews 12, 2 says, looking away from all that will distract us and focusing our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and perfecter or the beginning and the end of our faith. The first incentive for our belief and the one who brings our faith to maturity. Wow, how awesome is that? That the Spirit of God's working and He's strengthening, maturing our faith. And the very battle is what makes you strong. It's the resistance is what makes you strong in God. I want to encourage you, don't pull back. Don't pull back in the day of battle. Step forward confidently with the sword of the Spirit and with the shield of faith. And as a church, let's keep stepping forward to see our city transformed. For your family, step up and believe for God to cover and protect your household with the shield of faith. Let's declare the promises and the prophecies and the word of the Lord over our city and over our families and over our bodies that we will be overcomers because faith in God is a very powerful force. And as we step up, we can see victory come and we can 
push back every lie and scheme of the enemy that tries to rob and steal from our souls, from our minds and our bodies. Don't be intimidated. Let's step up and move forward in his victory and strength. Let's stand in his presence today. Thank you, Father, that he's our healer. The apostle said, Lord, increase our faith. I love that. Help keep it growing, Lord. Paul wrote to the Thessalonians, says, your faith is growing phenomenally. Oh, I love that. How else would that be? Someone comes and says, your faith is growing phenomenally. And your love for each other is developing wonderfully. Oh, Lord, help it to grow. 1 John 5, 4 says, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Even our faith. You might think like you're not doing too well in some areas of your life. Let me tell you that with Christ, we are overcomers. With Christ, we're overcomers. Let's sing this song and and just invite the Holy Spirit because I want to pray for healing for those that have been in pain or have blockages in areas of the blood flow of their their body. I'm going to invite you, if, if that word of knowledge speaks to you that there's been restrictive blood flow in a part of your body, might be from age or accident or disease or some part of the body just doesn't work right and there's blood not flowing to your feet or your hands properly or there's a blockage in with blood flow in your lungs or heart or brain I just I just saw in the spirit God just coming and opening up those and and bringing release if that's you today just come right now I want to pray a prayer of faith and believe in Jesus name I just saw it so clearly even as you're coming some of God's touching already as you come just come forward so others can come I can see by faith God's going to touch right now there's someone and you've got, it's like it's not getting down to your, your feet and ankles and it's like chillblains down there and God wants to bring healing to your body. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, oh God. There's someone, it's, it's like it's not flowing right to the brain. There's a part of your brain that's, the doctor said, it's short of blood supply to that part of your brain and it's causing blockages. In Jesus' name, we're going to believe right now. Congregation, reach up to heaven right now. Let's speak the name of Jesus, who's the healer. Speak the name of Jesus right now because he's our healer. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Let's reach up right now. Those at the front here, just reach out by faith and see God bringing healing right now in Jesus' name. Jesus, let's believe. God, just bring your healing power. Oh, God. Release that now. Lord, let the blood flow. Come. Jesus' name. Oh, God. Lord, to a whole body. To a whole body. Jesus' name. To a whole body right now. Oh, God, we release that freedom right now by faith. God, release that. Oh, God, just let there be total freedom over her body. Lord, his body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Right now, Lord, just release by faith. God, your healing power. Lord, that restriction, that pain would go. Pain, you must go. And I release your healing power right now. Down through that leg and that ankle. Oh, in Jesus' name. Through the feet, Lord. Through the toes. Jesus' name. Healing power. Oh, God, let your healing power just flow. Right now over Haley. Just lift up the name of Jesus right now. God's touching people. Oh, God, let your healing power flow right now. God, we release that. We release that blood flow. Oh, God, over his lungs, over his body, over Doug's body in Jesus' name. Oh, God. God, we receive that by faith right now. Right now. Right now. Right now in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Oh, God, I release that right I see you expanding, expanding those 
vessels, Lord. Jesus' name. Just come forward. Thank you, Father. Touch her with your healing power right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Jesus. Jesus. Release her body right now in Jesus' name. Oh, God, let your healing power. More, Lord. Lord, just release that over her whole being. Jesus' name. Release it right now. Father, I speak healing over her right now. I speak healing right now, Father. Sure, touch Hazel right now. We got healing power. Oh, in Jesus' name. Lord, release. Lord, you are the restorer. Lord, you're the one who paid for it on the cross right now. Let your healing flow. God, you're a miracle-working God. Release right now. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. God, we receive that right now. Jesus' name. Lord, I release blood flow to Bill's stomach, his internal organs, his lungs. Jesus' name. I release that healing power right now. Oh, God, just flow over him right now. Touch him, Lord. Touch him, Father. Take that pain and the restriction right now out of his body. Thank you. Now, I want you by faith to put up that shield of faith in front of you. What areas have been the challenges over your life? Maybe it's been fear over finances. Maybe it's been some challenges with the kids or the grandkids. Maybe it's been relational areas. And there have been some schemes, there's some, been some temptations over your mind with lust or fear or doubt. Let's by faith put up that shield of faith right now with fresh understanding right across this church. Just imagine you've got that big shield, 1.2 meters long. Maybe you've got a, Tim's got a two meter long one so he can cover his whole body. And, and whatever size you've got, let's see it by faith. Let's put it up in front of you right now and say, Lord, by your grace, by your strength, we have that shield of faith up over our minds and our heart right now over your household. Father, together we believe for that shield of faith to protect us. Teach us how to use it to live in the freedom and power of that shield of faith over our minds, over our hearts, over our bodies, over our households. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, teaching us how to use our faith that we would grow in maturity and strength. Thank you for your healing power, Lord. Oh, we love you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Oh, Jesus. There's some people you're thinking, oh, I just don't have enough faith. The Lord says, I've given you the seed. I want you to start using it. Every time you pray, you exercise faith. Every time you worship, you exercise faith. Every time you read the word and say, God, I'm going to believe for that for me or my household, you're exercising faith. Every time you pray for someone else, you're exercising faith. Every time you get a prophetic word, you're exercising faith. I believe God just wants to stir us to release that again. Oh, Jesus. Lord, we just give ourselves. Thank you for the spiritual armor right now. We put it on afresh, the helmet of salvation over our minds, the breastplate of righteousness over our hearts and our emotions, the belt of truth for integrity and righteousness over our lives, the shoes of the gospel of peace, and we take up the sword of the Spirit and the shield of faith. We're equipped to live as overcomers to help other people get set free. Thank you, Jesus. Just before we finish today, I want to ask, maybe you're here today and you don't know this amazing Jesus as Lord and Savior. Someone's invited you along or you've come to church today. You know about Jesus, but you realize you don't know him in a personal way. Or you once have, but it's time 
to reaffirm your faith and come and open your heart to Jesus Christ. He's given you the seed of faith. Now you need to activate it by saying, Jesus, I want to follow you. Right now in this place, if that's you and you know that God's been speaking to you all morning and you want to get right with God or come back to Him, if that's you, just lift your hand where you are and say, please pray for me, Pastor Ross. I want to open my life or come back to Him. Who's that today? Down the back, over the sides. The Spirit of God's tugging your heart. You know, your heart's beating fast. God bless you. Thank you for that. Who else today? You're saying, that's me. That's me. I need to come to Jesus or come back. Who else quickly? That God's tugging at your heart today. I can feel it happening. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Can we just sing that once more? I'd like to pray for you. If you'd like to come, just come and join us here. I want to pray. Just sing this once more and then we're going to pray. And of faith. And I pray, Lord, we would release and exercise our faith this week by praying the prayer of faith over our households, our workmates, Lord, our families, our neighbors. Lord, that we would be praying the prayer of faith and believing for you to flow through us. I thank you for your strength over us as a church and as individuals in Jesus' awesome name. Everyone shouted, Amen. Stay tuned for another exciting podcast brought to you by Bayside Christian Church.